from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Letting us know that uh, everything that we've already been trying to tell you forever. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you know that, that sad point when reality sets in? That point in which and where reality really sets in on you hard and you realize, wait, 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 what is happening? What are we going to do about it? And the only reason that people like Chuck Todd and CNN and NBC and all these other companies, the only reason that they come to a moment where they're telling you that, the way he's telling you that, the only reason they're doing that is because... Week after third of last year. They see it coming. They know it's coming. And it's just going to be an entire um, deconstruction of the Democratic Communist Party. So God bless you guys. Thank you so very much for joining in today. It was a great weekend. Today's Monday. It is November 1st. Year of our Lord. So humble. Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot, and I just want to say thank you very much for joining in every single day of the week and sharing and getting the video out there. You guys know that if it wasn't for you, financial support, but the sharing, those are the two more most important things uh, that, that this show needed when it was going through all of its censorship. As a matter of fact, these glasses are getting a little bit too dark, actually. It's a little too dark to see. And I went, there we go. Now I can see you with open eyes. Thank you, uh, Caterlin. She says, for Angel Eyes, Mom, Angel's dad passed away from cancer, and now her mom has a lot of bills to pay. If several of you could donate $5, it could really help her out a lot. Uh, man, I, I, you know, as the world turns, we just pray. Pray for people who are losing people, and pray for people who are in, in rough times. Um, I'm I'm so very sorry. I'm so very sorry, Angel Eyes. Um, and I see a lot of people asking how my family's doing. Well, uh, considering that we just heard about somebody passing away, uh, we're doing great. We're alive. We're alive. Everybody seems to be a lot better. No fevers in the house. Everybody is is uh, is is recuperating well. And the good thing about the children's school, where my kids go to school, is they called off school for a week because there was so many kids and and uh, faculty off sick. They just called out school for the week. Common sense stuff. You know what I mean? Back to common sense. And that's what this country needs to get back to. A little bit more of common sense. But to get back to the opening statements there about Chuck Todd and about the Communist Democratic Party of America realizing what's about ready to happen. I believe that's why you're seeing so many people fall off. So many people resign. So many people say they're not running for re-election. I mean, it's, and it's not only Democrats. It's Republicans too. It's the Uniparty. It's the people that have been benefiting off the backs of you and I for decades and decades and decades. And, and we finally had it. pushed him and we have had enough and and Jim Jordan said and I hope we continue to see it I hope we continue to see that so um, big shout out to Jim Jordan and everything uh, that he's standing up for and, and many people uh, like Jim Jordan like Ted Cruz like uh, Marjorie Taylor Green people are just saying you know what enough is enough we're not going to take it and when we see them um, when we see them do it we do it too uh, your family have COVID Jeremy no I don't know I don't know we could have we don't go get tested you know what I mean? That's part of the system. That's part of the game. That's a, that's part of the entire uh, game that the, the, the U.S. government and, and the governments around the world are playing is got to see those test numbers, got to see those test numbers. How about you just don't go get tested and you get sick and you get over it? Probably we did have it. We had all the symptoms of that and the flu and everything else. Not me, but everybody else in the family, except for one. Me and one other kid in the I think that time is uh, is going to come uh, for my other kids soon. But either way, no, we didn't get tested. We we tested ourselves and said, mm, we're sick. And then, <laughs> and then we took care of it the, the way you normally take care of things. Uh, sorry, but if we keep giving away money to everybody, Jeremy, it won't help him, says Pat Stevens. Well, Pat, anybody that any money that anybody gives away for somebody else is strictly for that other person. It's not... 
it normally doesn't, and, and maybe it does, I don't know, but I don't think it's it's uh, canceling out any kind of donation that they would give the show. People are very um, upfront about where they want their donation to go. So uh, I, I don't think that's a problem at all. Anyway, at all. Uh, we're going to talk about Sununu, you guys. I keep seeing that. Thank you so very much. Uh, Kathy says, watching in Nashville with my pillow, new robe, used LFA code. Those robes are nice, huh? Aren't they? All right, folks, let's get to, um, before we get to the verse of the day, I want to remind all of you in Virginia, look, I don't know if you're paying attention to what's going on in Virginia, but there's a lot of, Mark, Mark, um, Elias, 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 Mark Elias, he's already trying to put the fix in, saying we need to wait for days and days after the election till we get all of the ballots, the mail-in ballots to come in. Translation, we've already played this game. We already know what he's saying. Mark um, Elias is already... uh, hired as the as the Democrat attorney to try to steal the election, is already putting the fix into play that we need to wait and count every vote until McAuliffe wins because they know he's not going to win on election day. However, this is very important, and I need you to all who are in Virginia to listen to me, okay? Sam, Linda, Majaya, you as well. Okay, everybody listen. We need the Trump supporters, the MAGA voters, the rhino hunters, to make sure, ladies and gentlemen, that we show up tomorrow in Virginia. Thank you, Pat. Thank you very much. And I see you said for you, Jeremy. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. That'll help with all the equipment that I just bought for the studio this weekend. We need Virginia to show up in force and in in like multiple forces, ladies and gentlemen. We need the veterans. Only 40% of veterans vote in the state elections in Virginia. We need them to pretend like they're voting for Donald J. Trump. You need to get the word out there. Everybody needs to go vote. We need to flood uh, each each uh, uh, voting station, each polling station with MAGA voters and, and, and veterans and people that actually care about this country. Because remember, it's not just a state election anymore. This The way this government is in 2021, what happens in Virginia happen, affects all of us. And we need to get that momentum moving forward in state election audits. I mean, and, and yeah, each state election audit and forensic audits and many other things. And winning Virginia would be that catalyst that really pushes that forward, okay? So just make sure we show up in droves in Virginia. I cannot stress that enough. Do not be discouraged about what happened in November 3rd. Enough to stop you from going and, and casting your vote again. Please, I beg you. <laughs> I beg you, if you're in Virginia, please get out there. All right, let's get to the verse of the day because there was a lot of things that I noticed this weekend that um, that this verse of the day is, is going to pertain to. And I, I titled it, Following the Masses versus Following God. Following the masses, which is society, which is humans, versus following God. And the verse of the day today is going to come from Matthew 7, 13 and 14. I know a lot of people have been saying they... They have their Bibles with them when they start when we start the show. So I'm going to give you a minute to go to Matthew in the New Testament, uh, 7, 13, and 14, okay? And that verse reads this. Enter through the narrow gate, for the wide gate is broad. Or the wide uh, for the wide is the gate, and broad is the road that leads to destruction. Excuse me. And men, many enter through it, but small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. So that's saying that wide is the road, ladies and gentlemen, and broad, that's the road that leads to imminent destruction, imminent death, hell. Narrow is the path that godly people follow, but only few people find it. It's not like you see two paths and you choose which one to go. You might say, I don't want to go that wide path, but still have a problem finding that narrow path, that gate that leads to that narrow path, okay? And this is what I wrote about this, and a lot of it came from uh, yesterday's um, yesterday's message at church with our own Pastor David Golden. Shout out to Pastor David Golden. He's a new pastor at our church, and if any of you have ever had a pastor switch over, a changeover, you know how difficult that is. And he's he's uh, he's excelled at his new position. And I want to thank Pastor uh, David Golden for for all the 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 uh, the messages that he's been given lately. And not only that, but the uh, the assistance that he's given my family as well. Um, I just want to say thank you very much, Pastor. Okay, this is what I wrote. All you have to do is go uh, go to any public place today. 
and people watch. I know we all like people watching, right? It's a very different world than it even was five years ago. Yesterday, I witnessed the wide road versus the narrow road many, many times. My daughter Olivia and I went to Subway on a daddy-daughter lunch date to catch up on her life. We watched so many maskies come in and out with their masks either on from the time that they were in their car until the time they left, or we even saw people only wearing their masks half the time we were there, and others who clearly did it as an accessory to the rest of their clothing. But you could tell there was no real fear of catching any sickness amongst these people. Oh, by the way, did I mention that there is no mask mandate in our state or in our small city? Just for the record. People just want to follow the trend. Then, during trick-or-treating last night, I stayed home to hand out candy while all the kids went out. I noticed something very concerning last night. When I was a kid in the 80s, people dressed up as superheroes, Star Wars characters, movie characters, and creative costumes. Now, 2021, everyone dresses up as murderers, killers, killer clowns, demons, blood everywhere, terrorists, and many other evil things. Why? Why that change in just that little bit of time? Well, first of all, I blame TV internet, but most of all, bad parenting. We are literally witnessing the collapse of a society and the collapse of a culture that I think we need to start rerouting real quick. The first step would be to outlaw abortion. I think that's what God wants us to do first. I think that's the first thing that he wants us to do. That would be a good first step. Long story short, folks, people are very happy walking the wide path to hell rather than seeking out the very secret, secret but sacred narrow path that requires a moral compass and accountability. It's, uh, it's not an easy path to walk, but it's the right path. And the best analogy that I can think of is this. The wide path to destruction can be described as the massive crowds of people with no manners waiting for the doors to open at Walmart on Black Friday. Think about those scenes that we've seen uh, all over TV and the internet over the past 20 years of people just waiting for those doors to open on Black Friday so they can just be animals. Think about that while I read this, okay? They can't wait to trample each other, push people down or out of the way to get what they want with no remorse of who they hurt to get it. It's free to walk through the door, and you don't even need a ticket. They encourage the out-of-control bad behavior. The narrow path can be best described as a turnstile gate, like the ones that you go through in an amusement park or a subway. You need a ticket to get in, only one person can come through at a time, and you need to make sure that whatever you are trying to get to, that you walk in through the small textile gate by yourself, one at a time, and you have to be on your best behavior or you will be kicked out and or banned forever from going back. So don't choose the wide path. There is no reward that actually matters. Get your ticket punched by Jesus and seek the narrow path. And once you find it, walk through it by yourself, trusting in God to guide you the rest of the way. In Jesus' name, amen. And it's truly, truly uh, a, a, a sight to see, folks, when you see all these kids running around and all they have is costumes of, like, The Purge, that movie The Purge, uh, costumes dripping of, of, of guts and blood and murder and death. And I'm like, I get it. It's Halloween. I get it. I shouldn't be, I shouldn't think of it so, so radically. But when you think back to when you were a kid and the costumes that you wore compared to the costumes that children use today, it's... It's scary. It's a scary, sickening thought. Miss um, Renegade said, never wanted to be part of that. Not even worth it to me. Jay Van Brown says, good morning. I always hated Halloween, but one year I dressed up as a telephone man. <laughs> uh, when my kids were little, they dressed up, as, uh, and then I was saved. I don't celebrate it anymore. Haven't for years. Um, well, see, here's the thing about Halloween is I think, it's, I think there's a lot of culture and tradition in this country that, that is important. Um, I think there's a lot more to Halloween, at least to what Halloween was when I was a kid, um, than 
than just dressing up. I think there's a lot of social uh, togetherness that it shows. It shows a country doing something at the same time. It's a culture that you have. But my church and me, we used it as a as a as a um, as a a point of contact in order to do outreach. So my church does a uh, a Christian outreach on Halloween. So they use the fact that people are going to be walking by the church. In, by the hundreds, by the thousands, and they and they we dress up lightheartedly, and we do it for a, a way to pull, get them over to the tent. And there's cider and donuts, and we give them pamphlets. So we use it as a as a way to spread the message. And in my house, at my in my yard, I have a big sign up that says Jesus um, Jesus is our hope, or Jesus yes Jesus is our hope. And I had that up the entire time as well. So it, it doesn't need to be an evil. Uh, an evil day, you know what I mean. And if you really look at what Halloween really was, and 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 what it turned into over time, it's completely different. So I don't, I'm not one of those uh, people who don't want to see it celebrated. I just want to see it celebrated in a way that's not evil. You know what I mean. But again, you can use any opportunity that you can to do how uh, to Christian outreach, and and that's what we do on Halloween and my church as well. So. Um, uh, let's go to the Lord's Prayer, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and, and let's focus on the cross. Because, by the way, that narrow gate you're looking for, it's not, it does not look like the wide gate. The wide gate is always open, and it looks like a gate, right? It's something familiar to you. The narrow gate that you seek, that you try to walk through, that is taking the shape of a cross, ladies and gentlemen. That's where you'll find that narrow path. In the shape of a cross. So please think of the cross as we go to the Lord's Prayer together. And let's cap off the morning's uh, beginning segment uh, with a prayer from all of us to the Lord. Are you ready? Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Halloween is a day of evil, says Donnie. It's a Satan day for them to kidnap kids and offer to him. Uh, Black Friday seems to be more evil than Halloween. My opinion, yes, I agree with that as well. Our church gave out hot cocoa and hot cider. The street is closed down from 3 p.m. to 11 p.m. Thousands of people, lots of fun. We'll see, and and you got to understand too. Where would Jesus go when he was ne- He would go where he was needed, right? He wouldn't. You don't send a doctor to a person who's completely healthy. You send a doctor to somebody who's sick. And Halloween is a perfect night for for Christian outreach. Perfect night. Because you have a lot of people these days that just believe and love evil. But I'll tell you what, every kid that came up to my house, I had music playing. I had really lighthearted old school music playing like, uh, you know, Monster Mash and stuff like that. And all the kids that were coming up, they were dancing in front of our house. They have to walk right by the Jesus is our hope sign. You know, they see me sitting there with my cross necklace out and I have good conversation with them. And I got to tell you, I'd say 80% of the children that walked in, and even the teenagers that walked up to our house were very polite. Very, very polite, had manners and everything where they didn't have those same manners at my neighbor's houses. So I think there, I think there was a, uh, I think there was a, a positive vibe to our to our home last night on Halloween. So, okay, folks, uh, verse of the day. I mean, we already got to the verse today. We did the Lord's Prayer. Let's get to the first and foremost section. And that is NBC panicking. That's why I wanted to start off the show with Chuck Todd. NBC is panicking. CNN is panicking. And ABC, CBS, they're, they're going to follow soon. Now, you saw the fall of CNN, and you, you see that they can't even get a million people watching any of their shows. That is ratings disaster for them. They're already bankrupt, in my opinion. I don't know who, what other uh, company that, that, that Ted Turner or anybody else owns that's propping it up, but CNN isn't making money. And NBC is about ready to be there, too. That's the only reason that they would put out that story last night with Chuck Todd, or over the weekend with Chuck Todd. It's the only reason. Now, I'm going to play you another video from Chuck Todd where it was the same night. Now, this video doesn't come in very clear. I don't know who took it, but it's not the point of the video. The point of the video is to really listen to what he's saying and the numbers that he's saying. And and if this is coming from NBC, ladies and gentlemen, the Fake News Network Part 2, well, you know there must be a lot of truth behind it, and they're running scared. So, 
Check this out. Good Sunday morning. Happy Halloween. We have a brand new NBC News poll out this morning. It's filled with some scary news for the Democrats. The overarching message, Americans have lost their confidence in President Biden and their optimism for the country. At least they have right now. Just 22% of adults say we're headed in the right direction. A shocking 71% say we're on the wrong track. And that includes a near majority of Democrats who are saying that. President Biden's approval rating stands at a dismal 42% versus 54% who disapprove. Believe it or not, just two months ago, Mr. Biden was in positive territory, 49% approving, 48% disapproving. So what's pulling down the president's numbers? Well, look at this set of numbers. Just 37% say he has the ability right now to handle a crisis versus nearly a majority who say he does not. 37% also say he's competent and effective as president. 50% disagree with that description. What's more, Republicans, believe it or not, have double-digit leads in dealing with border security, inflation, crime, national security, the economy, and shockingly, on getting things done. Democrats hold generally smaller double-digit leads on dealing with climate change, the coronavirus, education, and abortion. And that's really it right now. It's not clear yet whether any deal struck by Democrats on the social spending and infrastructure bills will nudge Mr. Biden's numbers back into positive territory, or whether the damage to his reputation is more of a scar than a bruise. But this much is clear about the only good news for Mr. Biden and the Democrats in this poll is that the midterm elections aren't for another year. Well, and, and you don't hold your breath, Chuck Todd. Matter of fact, maybe you should. Um... <laughs> It's fake, it's phony, but look, he even gave you inflated numbers as it was. He even gave you padded numbers as it was. There's no way that Joe Biden's approval rating is 42%. We know where Joe Biden's approval rating over overall voters is. It sits at about 37 36%. And we know among independents, it's right, right now about 26%. Okay, So we know that even the numbers that Chuck Todd gave are padded. But it's, the, it's, it's over with. When, when Steve Bannon talks about political capital, that was what he's talking about. And I don't know if you saw Biden overseas, but he was an absolute disaster. So much so that news outlets in Australia, yes, even locked down Naziville themselves, locked down Australia, the Sky News, um, you had news all over the world that was just making fun of Biden all weekend long. I mean, they held no, they held nothing back. No punches held back. They were literally laughing at this guy's unqualified, half-put-together sentences. They were laughing at the fact that he looked so lost all the time. And, ladies and gentlemen, there's new rumors going around that Biden actually pooped his pants in front of the Pope at the Vatican. They said, oh, uh, Mr. Biden, uh, here, the Pope. And he thought, he, they said, here, poop, and he pooped his pants. Now, ladies, we don't know, there's no picture of the poop. There's no video of the soiling of himself. There's no there's nobody to follow him to the bathroom or anything like that. However, this is the third time now. There's a reason I started calling him Mr. Poopy Pants. Okay, other than the fact that it's funny. Alright? It's <laughs> it's not funny that somebody has that issue. It's just funny that the we have a we have a resident that's supposed to be the president of the United States that has this problem and nobody sees it. Um so the rumor is that he pooped his pants in front of the poop. I mean, excuse me, the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, this is the third time now. This is the third time. And where there's smoke, there's fire, ladies and gentlemen. Where there's smoke, there's fire. I'm going to play you two videos that you might not have seen on mainstream media over this weekend. Now, I search for videos that you don't see typically on other news shows. Most of the time, there's no way out of it because news is news, right? And video captures things. And, you know, most of us especially in the conservative media, are all talking somewhat about the same thing. However, I look everywhere, everywhere. So I found two clips of Joe Biden talking to the poop, the Pope, excuse me. Um, and uh, I thought they were, it was so embarrassing and so ridiculous and so stupid that I had to show it to you. So I'm going to show you two videos. And this is probably part of the reason why Sky News and everybody else over the all around the world is just laughing at us now. I mean... They're not, like I said, they're holding nothing back. They're not even trying to be nice. They're being meaner to Joe Biden than I am. And all I do is pick on him constantly all day, every day. They're being meaner than I am, which lets you know that, folks, it's bad news bears for the Democrats, even with their cheating. But I'm going to show you two videos here. I'm not sure. Hold on. This is Joe Biden interacting with the Pope. 
Part one and part two, and none of it makes any sense. The Pope is just sitting there. You can see him. Even even the crazy, demonic Pope, poop, whatever you want to call him, is sitting there not even knowing what to do. He's kind of smiling, but no reason to have these conversations. This guy's a moron. Both of them, both of them are morons. All right, here we go. Check it out. It's appropriate, but there's a tradition in America. Il Presidente ha un comando e il Presidente ha dei comandi che dà ai combattenti, ai leader. E tu sei il più importante lei è il guerriero più forte per la pace che abbia mai incontrato e con il suo permesso vorrei ottenere questa moneta il sigillo degli Stati Uniti nella parte della casa bianca ma io so che mio figlio vorrebbe darmi questo a te perché nel fondo ho lo stato di Delaware e so che mio figlio sarebbe contento che gli do questo perché non c'è la casa bianca ma dello Stato di Delaware e la tradizione è e scherzo la prossima volta se lei non la vede non ce l'ha allora lei deve offrirmi da bere I'm the only Irishman you've ever met who's never had a drink. <laughs> he's literally saying he doesn't drink. He's saying he's the only Irishman that the poop has ever met that he that, that doesn't drink. But he just said, next time I see you and you don't have this, you have to pay for drinks. But wait, there's there's more. There's more. Hold on. Non gli hanno permesso di giocare nella Lega principale fino a che aveva 45 anni perché era nero. E lui era un batti- quello che batteva. And usually pitchers lose their arm when they're 35. In genere loro non cominciare. He pitched to win on his 40. They're still shaking hands. They're still holding hands. The press walked from the locker room and said his name was Satchel Page. Si chiamava Satchel Page. Allora gli flanisti sono andati nello spogliatoio. The community says said, Satch, no one's ever pitched to win at age 47. How do you feel about pitching the win on your birthday? E tutti hanno detto, nessuno ci è mai riuscito a fare questo a 47 anni. Come ti senti averlo fatto il giorno del tuo compleanno? When you look at me, said, boys, that's not how I look at age. I'm sorry, what is Boys, that's not how I look at age. Ragazzi, non si guarda all'età. I look at it this way. How old would you be if you didn't know how old you were? Quanto vecchio saresti se tu non sapessi quanto vecchio sei? You're 65, I'm 60. Ah, um, I, 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 or any issues that any people who get old have. Because I understand as you get older, you lose a little bit of cognitive ability and you lose mannerisms that you had when you were younger and you look like you are completely out of place and that no, that you cannot even, you can't do anything by yourself. I get that. That is where these two individuals are. So the fact that one of them is the biggest religious leader in the world and the other one is arguably the most powerful puppet in, in, in power, it's it's a little concerning. It's a little concerning, and apparently the reason why I was talking about this whole poop pants thing was uh, that there was a, there was a uh, a delayed um, there was a, there was a long delay, an extension in time in which the president was supposed to talk to the uh, to poop 
Pope uh, because apparently he 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 had a he had to go to the bathroom and uh, they had to get him out of there asap. And you know as well as I do that reporters, whether they're fake news or whether they're not, are always around these people. Whether they're on the planes, whether they're on the tarmacs, whether they're in cars, everywhere. So. And the fact that this is the third me- the third time we've heard this now it's 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 weird that this is a, a ten minute segment on, on a on a on a news channel, um, but it's meant to highlight what the other people of the world are seeing and saying about us. That's what it's meant to do. Like you're not going to really hear about this on Fox News, and that's okay because they focus on different things. They spo- they focus on more diplomatic things. We're here on this show. We're focusing on human things, and the human there pooped his pants, <laughs> and then him in the. Pope had this weird, weird, weird interaction, and and you're not going to see all that stuff. And I just wanted to show you exactly where we are uh, with our current resident. Um, let's go to Do- uh, Governor Sununu for a minute because that's my governor here in New Hampshire, and uh, we need to have a talk about this. As a matter of fact, it's so serious uh, that I am I have a Republican um, party here in the Sullivan Republican uh, Committee here in uh, Sullivan County, New Hampshire. And uh, I'm I'm friends with most of them. I've worked and helped most most of them campaign before. Uh, mo- most of them helped me campaign back when I run uh, ran for county commissioner. And uh, I'm going to be speaking with them. I'm going to be sending an email out this uh, today uh, concerning what's going on with uh, Governor Sununu because Governor Sununu is not only going full rhino, ladies and gentlemen. He's going full woke. I don't know. He's 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 not right for New Hampshire anymore. He might have been right for New Hampshire at one time, but he's not right for New Hampshire anymore, ladies and gentlemen. On October thirteenth of this month, and and I covered it. I mean, I covered the fact that he had people arrested, but it's it's more than that. On October thirteenth of this month, there was an executive council meeting, okay, in which Governor Sununu uh, attended executive council meeting for the state, and there was about. Uh, 150 people that showed up, 150, it's, it's open to the public, and there was about 150 uh, uh, granite staters here in the live free or die state that showed up. Governor Sununu actually deployed 80, that's over half of the actual um, amount of people that showed up for this public meeting. He deployed 80 of the state troopers to be inside and outside. There was about there was about uh, uh, 30 or, or so state troopers inside, and the rest were outside, there to intimidate people, because there's many, many people here in the state of New Hampshire who want this guy gone. Unfortunately, we like most people with a rhino, we've been stuck between a rock and a hard place. Look, he's done this, this, and this. If we get rid of him, we'll get this. It's almost like a, uh, not quite as bad yet, but maybe, like a situation that people in Gov- uh, in uh, Georgia are in. They, they hate Kemp and they want him gone, but the, the, uh, uh, opponent there is Stacey Abrams. So it's like, would we rather have Kemp or would we rather have Stacey Abrams? Kemp's done a lot of good things, but he's done a lot of terrible things. Same thing here in New Hampshire. Problem is we need to get him gone. Michael Flynn, General Michael Flynn needs to know or knows that we need to get him gone. Uh, General Don Bolduck, who's running for state senate here against Maggie Hassan, knows that we need him gone. There's a lot of crazy, shady things that he's doing, but nothing more shady than what he did on October 13th when he had nine individuals arrested. Do you want to know why he had these nine individuals arrested? Because they did their they exercise their First Amendment right of freedom of speech and uh, freedom freedom of speech speech freedom of press and and a freedom to uh, assemble peacefully and, and and show what they feel and they did that by turning their backs to to uh, to Governor uh, Sununu. Well, Governor Sununu is known to be a very vindictive, revengeful kind of candidate, uh, a politician, I should say. He's definitely not a public servant. His family's been in this for a long time. They own massive amounts of property in the state of New Hampshire. They own uh, a massive ski resort. They're well-connected. He's definitely a rhino, but it's time for Granite Staters to move on. And it's not time for us to be scared that we might get a Democrat. No, we need to go out there and we need to push harder and fight harder. And and, and maybe this was God's timing for me to get back involved into politics here in the state of New Hampshire, because now that I'm going to reach out to the Republican Party of Sullivan County, I'm going to talk to them, and I'm going to say, look, there's a lot of there's a lot of rhinos right there in this Republican Party who still support Sununu. They're only doing that because he's got the Republican Party here on lock. That's going to change real quick, because he had these nine individuals arrested merely for turning their backs on him while he was speaking. He wants to be some kind of dictator governor. He wants to be some kind of like a Governor Whitmer or Cuomo. Well, we're not going to have that in the live free or die state. I can promise you that. So, so this is consider this my 
initial phase on getting Governor Sununu out of politics in New Hampshire. Out of the governor's seat, no way that you're winning a senator's, a senator's a Senate seat here in New Hampshire. We want you gone. You've exposed yourself. We know exactly who you are. And as a matter of fact, come to think of it, the last two times that I seen President Donald J. Trump in New Hampshire, once at the airport in Manchester, and again once at the... Uh, uh, the uh, big arena in Manchester, New Hampshire, neither time did you show up and greet President Trump when he flew in. Neither time. That should have shown me right there how much of a rhino you were. But this is, this is uh, my uh, initial phase in to try to get Governor Sununu out of politics in New Hampshire. It's a disgusting um, thing that you did. You, uh, you are not wanted no longer in the state of New Hampshire, and the only people that you are wanted by are your rhino donors and your rhino people, uh, rhino, uh, uh, politicians that are up on pedestals like the same pedestal that you're up on but here's the problem there's a lot of things behind the scenes that people don't know about governor sununu that i got to find out while talking with general um don boldick and general michael flynn and there's a lot of uh shady money shady money getting thrown around stuck in budgets to build low-income housing all over the state um in really nice areas to house the illegal aliens that are coming across the southern border at the hand of uh, the Biden administration right now. So, that's what we're working on here in New Hampshire. We're not going to let that go down, and we want him gone. It's time to go. You are no longer wanted here in New Hampshire. You are no The Gestapo is not wanted here in the live free or die state of New Hampshire. Myself, Granite Grok, if you do not follow Granite Grok, follow them, listen to them on air. Great radio station, or a great uh, news outlet, and they have, they're on the radio a lot. Uh, go find Granite Grok, G-R-O-K, in New Hampshire. They're a good news outlet to follow, and they're behind me uh, with this as well. Bye-bye, Sununu. We've had enough of you. We've had plenty of you. All right, folks, over the weekend, we were proven to be right again. Last week... Uh, Friday, we talked about the uh, the Tiki Torch protesters that were hanging out in front of um, Governor Yunkin's bus on a rainy day with their Tiki Torches that weren't lit. And, of course, there was four Democrats. And I called it last week, and that's exactly what they are. They're four paid Democrat actors. Now, the funny thing about it is the, the, the twist that it took over the weekend was, first of all, the anti-Trump um, organization called the Lincoln Project, you know, the one that had pedophiles in it that were recently indicted, you know, those losers, you know, the, uh, the, the husband of what's her name, um, who was Trump's, who was Trump's aide there that had the husband that was belonged to the Lincoln project. And he was a Democrat, uh, Kellyanne Conway, her husband, he's part of this group. Um, they took responsibility for it. Almost like a terrorist attack. We took, it's almost like Hezbollah. We take responsibility, um, for the terror attack. Well, they took responsibility for it, but the funny thing about it is, is that there's a lot of people who I know and trust, including a gentleman by the name of a Philip Anderson, who got his teeth knocked out by Antifa and Black Lives Matter not too long ago, who's been in the fight. Um, I've known him for a long time, and he says, he's pointed out, hey, those four people, those are Democrat actors, and he had the proof, and he put out his proof over social media this week, and of course he was blocked on Twitter and in many other places for doing it, but he put out the proof this weekend that those are Democrat actors. So, they're Democrat actors hired by a Republican anti-Trump rhino group called the Lincoln Project that also has Democrats and pedophiles involved. So really it's just a uniparty project group. And apparently they took credit for hiring these people that are Democrat actors. So you, And then, of course, the Terry McAuliffe campaign came out and said, we had nothing to do with it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, like we believe that. Yeah, yeah we believe that one. About as far as, like I said, we can throw Rosie O'Donnell. Not happening. They're Democrat actors. We all know it. And uh, by now, here's the question, though. Here's the question that really, the, the one that we need to ask ourselves, is how long has this kind of crap been going on in politics? Seriously, how long has this kind of crap been going on in politics throughout our nation? How long have they been putting up false flags? How long have they been paying people to do things that weren't even, that didn't even belong to any party or belonged as a support group or a pack for any kind of candidate? How long have we been lied to? You know what I'm saying? That's why I, say, I don't think uh, Barack Obama won the second term either. I think Mom Jean's Mitt Romney actually pulled that out. But again, how long have we been lied to? How long have they been stealing elections? And how long have they been playing this stupid game of paying and hiring actors to make people look bad so people lose? You got to think, you got to ask yourself that. But here's the thing another great thing that President Donald J. Trump did when he pulled that flag or pulled that curtain aside and let us see all the corruption, you can't hide it anymore. You can't do these anymore without us going, wait a minute, hold up, that's a lie, that's a false flag. 
We do it now. We know better, and we called it even while it was happening in real time. Not only myself, but many other Republicans, including Graham Allen, Dan Bongino, everybody called this crap out for exactly what it was. Um, on tonight's show, I'm going to show you a video of uh, the 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 Fed that's been pretending to be a Trump supporter for years. And this is the same guy that Revolver.News and Darren Beatty actually have exposed. Uh, they put together a little video compilation of this guy at different places talking about storm the Capitol, storm the Capitol. And all the Trump supporters around him going, no, don't storm the Capitol. Don't go in. This guy's a Fed. Tonight I'm going to show you videos on that. Again, how long has this been going on? It's not going to happen anymore because we're, not, we're keen to it now. We've seen your tricks. We know what your tricks are and we're done playing your game. Okay, so uh, speaking of Terry McAuliffe, ladies and gentlemen, as he is getting worse and worse leading up till tomorrow, um, he's doing he's pulling out a lot of tricks. Okay, he's getting very, very scared. He's saying things. He's saying incoherent things or are they coherent for communist Democrat? I don't know. Either way, he's saying things that he probably shouldn't be saying, you know, a couple days before an election where he might lose everything. But let me play you a video of Terry McAuliffe doubling down, ladies and gentlemen, once again talking about how school boards were just fine before all these people showed up and started disrupting them. So what he's saying, long story short, before I play the video, is he's going to explain to you that we cheated for so long and we were doing just fine. And everybody was just fine. And these school boards listened to us exactly how we wanted them to listen to us. These big donors and these big lobbyists, they did exactly what we said. And now all it's all getting screwed up. And everybody's finding out what we're doing. And it's not fair that everybody's finding out that we're cheating. These, these lying, um, bought-off, paid-for school boards were just fine until all these parents started showing up, you terrorists. Well, basically, that's what you're going to hear him say right here. And again, this shows again how out of touch these people are with everything in America. They're truly this stupid. What Glenn Youngkin has done in this campaign is run down Virginia, run down our education system, run down our economy. And when you think of this right now on critical race theory, Chuck, it's not taught. So all you're doing is pitting parents against parents, parents against teachers, and they're using children as political pawns. I was in Hampton last night. I met a school board member, said our school boards were fine. As soon as Glenn Yoakin got nominated, all of a sudden these people started showing up, creating such a ruckus. Ever since Glenn Youngkin started showing up, all these people started showing up, and these school boards were just fine until that loser came around. Well, we'll take that as a compliment, much like we take it as a badge of honor to be banned on social media for telling the truth. Again, when you label things false and you censor us, that only proves that they're true, which is why they end up trending from Project Veritas and others. But somebody made a good point. Uh, Jeremy, are you going to say anything about the 300,000 absentee ballots the Democrats hope to drop in the upcoming election in Virginia that were held by the UPS? Yes, I actually talked about that in another way earlier in the show when I said that Mark Elias or Elias is trying to push the, the date further in, in which they accept ballots because these 300,000 ballots uh, were, were held by the United States Postal Service and they won't put out and they weren't put out which is really weird because the USPS was directly involved with stealing the election for Joe Biden so why aren't they in on it for Tara McAuliffe I don't know I don't know what's really going on there with those 300,000 ballots but that is what Mark Elias is saying that they need the extra days for is to bring in those extra ballots okay but this is a this is a, a group of people that know that the way they cheated they can never cheat that broadly ever again and they're scared which is why they're spending tens of thousands of dollars the day or two before a campaign which is why he's saying asinine things like school boards were just fine until parents started showing up i mean it's the very reason that his polls dropped so far as they did anyway was because the youngkin campaign was smart enough to capitalize on what hit home at the dinner table in the kitchen and that was parents and mama bears uh, uh, classified by the young king. Now, even in the 2020 election, there was only 35% of the Republican poll watcher positions that were filled. Think about what I just said. Even in the 2020 election, only 35% of the Republican poll watching positions were fulfilled. 
That means that there was 65% of poll-watching positions that weren't filled by Republicans, which allowed a lot of the cheating to happen. You know, that if you see something, say something. Guess how many, guess what the percentage is as of right now, as of today? 90%. That went from 35 to 90% in literally less than one year because people are fed up. That's a, that just goes to show you it's another example of people getting involved, and this is what's scaring the left. This is what's scaring the Communist Party. This is what's scaring Merrick Garland. Regular, everyday people waking up is the worst fear they could ever have. They've had people in the matrix for so long. They've had people eating out of the hand of CNN, NBC, ABC, CBS, MSNBC for so long that they've lost that. No longer are the people coming for that food. Why? Because people are going out there and they're growing and making their own food. I'm using a metaphor. But people are growing and making their own way of living. They're not coming for the government handout anymore. And the only people that are, are people they already had, uh, that they were already going to control anyway, like Democrats and lefties. So, it's 35% to 90%. That's why you need to get out and vote. There's a 90%. And you know what? If we get up to 95 to 100% of poll watcher positions filled, you all you have to do is get a hold of some your Republican Party in your county, and you can go right now. Get to 95 to 100%, and, there, and, and that will lessen the uh, percentage that, that they can cheat because you're there to see it, okay? 35 to 90%. A lot of people aren't talking about that. We here on Real America's Voice News are talking about that. All right, we got about 12 minutes, and that's going to uh, really, i got about three more stories, so I hope you stay with me, and please do another round of sharing if you can, please, folks. I appreciate that. I got a text from a Democrat group, says Teresa, asking my 20-year-old daughter if she received the absentee ballot she requested. I told them she never requested a ballot because we vote in person as a family. Well, good for you. Good for you. Uh, the angels of heaven will surround you while at the polls, says Lulard. I don't know your first name, but Lulard says that. And Nolan says parents need to pull all their children out of these schools. I agree. Bankrupt them. Hit them where it hurts. Like I said, I think it's $26,000 on average for a kid to go to public school. You take out 100 schools or 100 kids out of that school, think about the, think about the money. Think about the money they don't receive anymore. Okay, pretend to be press secretary Jen Psaki, as you all know by now, has caught uh, COVID-19, which is odd because she's fully vaccinated. But Jen Psaki is not the only loudmouth Democrat or loudmouth Hollywood actor who's been catching COVID-19 lately. As a matter of fact, it's happening every single day. You're hearing another loudmouth Democrat or loudmouth liberal in Hollywood who scolded you to get the vaccine for so long who's catching COVID, which is really odd because people like myself who have never had any vaccine fly around from city to city, state to state, hugging people, kissing babies. I can't seem to get it if I try. But yet, these people who are double vaccinated are catching it left and right. Now, what the White House is trying to do is spin it to say, this is why boosters are so important. Are you kidding me? This is why boosters are so important? Because she caught COVID after being double vaxxed? Well, she needs that third booster. Got to get that fourth booster. Got to get that fifth booster instead of just giving them ivermectin. Instead of just giving them ivermectin like every society in the world that has zero COVID uh, deaths or hospitalizations right now are doing. But, you know, got to push those pharmaceuticals, right? So instead of, ladies and gentlemen, um, you know, coming down with a case of corona while being double vaccinated and having common sense enough to go, wait a minute, maybe we need to stop forcing people to take these, quote, vaccines because, look, it's obviously not doing nothing. No, they double down and say this is even more reason why you should get the covid vaccine so you i it doesn't make any sense it's it's you clearly know by now anyway any way you try to spin that a normal person is going to go wait a minute that's stupid stop talking you're stuck on stupid you're stuck on you're stuck on stupid you're stuck on stupid the record is skipping hello ladies and gentlemen no instead what we have right now is 20,000, nearly 20,000 firefighters and police marching through the streets that decided this weekend, we're not getting this shot. And now what you're going to do is you're going to put the city at risk even more for crime. You're going to put the city at risk more for fires that aren't going to be able to be put out. Because right now, ladies and gentlemen, um, let me just read to you. Got it right here. Update here from internal FDNY sources. Closed companies include... Bronx, Engine 46, 66, and Ladder 17. Manhattan, Engine 4, 59, 65, Ladder 11, and 34. Brooklyn, Engine 205, um, 211, 
224, 231, 276, and ladder 176 and 105, and Staten Island engine 153, 160, 163, and 166, including, ladies and gentlemen, officers on the beat, officers on patrol, walking the beat of the, uh, of the city of New York. You're literally getting COVID while you're double vaccinated, making other people get it, and if they don't get it so they don't get COVID, which you got getting having the vaccination, you're going to fire them from their jobs, which makes the city less safe uh, from crime and from fires and injury and death. You have uh, first responders getting fired left and right who used to be heroes but are now terrorists, and you don't think this is all by design? When are we going to rise up and start, say enough is enough? Definitely, everybody should be electing. What's his name? Uh, there, a uh, candidate uh, for mayor, uh, Siwa. Is that Sliwa? Is that how you say his last name? Part of the Guardian Angels. There, he's killing it, man. He's killing it, hurting his arm, putting us up, gets a cast, and still goes back out there. He's in Harlem. He's in the Bronx. He's in um, uh, Brooklyn. He's in Yonkers. He's all over, ladies and gentlemen. He's in each borough, saying, "Look." New York sucks. You see me in the streets. Do you see the other guy? What's his name? Peters? Is that his name? You don't see the other guy. But you see you see him in every one of these bur- bur- uh, boroughs every single day. Need a new shirt. COVID stuck on stupid. Exactly. Thank you, Wendy. God bless you. I appreciate that donation. I appreciate you so very much. Thank you so very much. Uh, Sliwa is a socialist. Well, you know what? <laughs> He's better than... Uh, would you rather have him or would you rather have his Democrat opponent? Because um, you don't, you, we don't have very many choices. That's the, that's the other problem. We don't have very many choices. People are standing up and putting themselves in positions to fight back, but we need the right people to stand up and put themselves in a position of real power like, like that. Okay? Um, so, yeah, the, the city of, of New York is going to continue to suffer because... Firing people left and right. Curtis Sliwa. Thank you very much, Tigress. Melly says, awesome donations. May God bless all of you. And I agree. Thank you very much. Okay, Ice Cube, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to go ahead and give the rapper Ice Cube. If you don't know who Ice Cube is, all you got to do is watch any of the Friday movies. Listen to any NWA music, which you probably don't want to listen to, or even watch even some movies like Are We There Yet? Are We Home Yet? He's pretty much been everywhere. Let's give the Smarty Award today to Ice Cube, ladies and gentlemen. Here on November 1st, 2021. Because Ice Cube has now turned down $9 million. A $9 million movie roll. I don't know. Would you be able to turn $9 million down? Well, I would be able to turn $9 million down the same way Ice Cube did if it meant uh, putting my standards, putting my morals, and putting my intelligence and my IQ aside just to take a shot so I could be greedy to have $9 million. Well, Ice Cube said, nope, don't want that money. Keep your movie. Thanks for the shout-out. Thanks for reaching out to me. Me and my agent and my team will skip your $9 million because the movie production company said in order to play this role and accept this $9 million, Ice Cube would have to get the COVID jab. Ice Cube said, uh, no way, homie. You ain't sticking that in my body. (laughs) So he gets the, uh... The uh, Smarty Award of the day because he's, you know, obviously he's he's got a brain. He understands. Look, you ain't gonna muscle me around. I'm gonna make millions of dollars regardless. I'm not taking this nine million dollars from you just to get the shot because really it sounds like that's what they're doing, paying people to take the shot. So, a uh, big shout out to Ice Cube, another uh, prominent, high profile, big platform hip hop artist who just said no. And ladies and gentlemen, that's who that's what's really gonna hurt him. That's what's really going to hurt them, is that hip-hop community. I'm telling you. That's what's going to hurt them. I know a lot of people say we're frozen, frozen, but I'm going to keep going. All right. uh, Communist Democrats, ladies and gentlemen, let's continue to talk about them again, because now they've done the unthinkable. And what do I mean by that? Well, the unthinkable is um, harassing Kirsten Cinema again, but this time at a wedding. I'm going to hold off for a minute because people saying we're frozen, so I'm just going to hold off. I'm going to get the video ready for you guys because I'm going to show you the disgusting thing that the Democrats continue to do in this world, and that is ruin and harass everybody's life. I wonder if we still have audio. Can, it, can people can still confirm if we have audio or not? 
guess Rumble didn't like what he said. It's not Rumble. <laughs> I can tell you that. Uh, I wanted to hear this story. Well, don't worry. Just come back. Just come back. Says we're still live on my end. So, you know, sometimes this happens. Let's see here. Dead air. <laughs> Frozen. Where are you, Jeremy? Oh, unbelievable. Ice cube attacked. <laughs> Rumble is not censoring. No, don't go there. Don't go there. Rumble is definitely not censoring. All right, well, I'm going to continue to go uh, because it, the, the, the stream hasn't actually ended. Um, it's just the way sometimes this happens. So anyway, I'm going to show you this disgusting video of, of the leftist attacking a wedding that Kirsten Cinema happened to be attending. And the mom actually comes out and says, can you please... Can you please? Okay, there's people still on Roku. Okay, the mom comes out of, of, of the uh, the mother of the the bride comes out and says, "Can you please not do this? This is my daughter's wedding." And the leftist communists continue to say, um, "Well, then kick Kirsten Cinema out of the wedding." And she's like, "Can you please just not do this right now? Can you just wait a little bit?" And they're like, "No, this is our right, and this is them not getting their way." You know, the inclusive party, the party that says we should have feelings over facts, the party that says everybody's thoughts and facts matter, and and feelings matter. Well, here you go, folks. This is this is a mother coming out of her daughter's wedding, pleading with the leftists not to do this, not on her daughter's wedding day. So it goes on to, sh to have some vulgarity in the video, so I'm not going to play the whole video. But long story short, folks, you see that they, their, their shame knows no bound. They won't stop at anything to ruin somebody's life or ruin somebody's day because they don't agree with them. And you know what? God will, God will serve justice on these people. God will definitely serve justice on these people. Now, I wanted to end the show with showing you President Trump having some fun with Melania. It's nice to see President Trump having fun with, with Melania again after everything that he's had to go through with these Democrats. But, ladies and gentlemen, here's President Trump at the Braves game. Of course, he did the chop and the liberals' heads exploded. But here's President Trump just having fun with Melania, laughing while the crowd chants, Let's go, Brandon. It's, it's fun to see him laugh again. Check this out. This is President Trump. Laughing. Let's go, Brandon, with Trump laughing. <laughs> he knows that's funny. He knows that's funny. Now let me play you another video of President Trump uh, making liberals' heads absolutely explode. Check this out. Liberals' heads exploded over the weekend. They were like, no, how dare you? Folks, I want to thank you for sticking around. I know that there were some issues there and the live ended, but it's okay. It's not censorship. It's just technical difficulties on Rumble's part. The video will show up afterwards, so please just re-watch the end afterwards so you can see those videos. God bless those who stayed on Roku. Thank you all very much. Thank you for the donations today. And remember, folks, there are right ways and there are wrong ways. But there's only one 
Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, your chest out, and your head up high. Because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Please visit JeremyHarrell.com. There will be some changes this week. And there is even going to be a new 3%er when tyranny becomes um, law, rebellion becomes duty t-shirts, women's v-neck t-shirts will be up today as well. So God bless you guys. Thank you. And I'll see you tonight at 5 p.m. for more Live from America from the Live Free or Die state of New Hampshire. Have a good day. God bless. Rebirth of America Been a long time coming and we all learned something that we won't ever give it up No way Long as I'm bleeding I'ma never stop screaming that we first in America